How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Friday, September the 24th. It's the final day of the week, and today we are talking about one thing, which is the Nintendo Direct event, which happened today. Lots of pretty big stuff announced, so let's go right into it. I'll try and cover as much as I can. Uh, the first one I'll talk about here is that Nintendo is expanding their Nintendo Switch Online service by creating an additional tier called the Expansion Pack. So technically it's called Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack. And this tier, which is going to be different pricing, is going to be adding Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis games to the service. Now they haven't said what the pricing is going to be, but it will be available starting next month. So we should know soon. Now, the number of games that are going to be available isn't huge, but I'm assuming it's something that they want to grow over time. So it will include games like Super Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, Star Fox 64, Ocarina of Time, Mario Tennis, and then in the future they've planned games like Banjo-Kazooie, Pokemon Snap, Majora's Mask, and then on the Sega Genesis side they have games like Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Streets of Rage 2, Echo the Dolphin, Golden Axe, Shinobi 3. I'll let you look up the full lineup yourself. Uh, alongside that service, they're also going to be creating some new Nintendo Switch controllers, which are going to be modeled after those consoles. So N64, Sega Genesis controllers. Those will be wireless controllers. They'll be $50 and they're available for pre-order now. Okay, now to the game announcements. One of the big ones is for Kirby and it's called Kirby and the Forgotten Land. This is the first mainline entry since 2018. Uh, but instead of being a 2D side-scroller, it is a 3D adventure game. Uh, it takes place in a post-apocalyptic world, which is pretty weird for Kirby, I think. And of course, the gameplay that they showed had him sucking up plenty of different people and objects and turning into them. So, whole new Kirby adventure game, that's cool. Next, we have a quote-unquote massive expansion heading to Monster Hunter Rise, which is called Sunbreak. Not many details there, but all the additional content that you would expect releasing in the summer of 2022. Next, we had Konami having a surprise release of a collection of Castlevania games. These were long rumored uh, from the Game Boy Advanced, and they are actually available now on the Switch as well as PlayStation and Xbox and PC. So the collection includes Castlevania Circle of the Moon, Harmony of Dissonance, Aria of Sorrow. Those are all from the Game Boy. And then they've also included Dracula X from the Super Nintendo. There's going to be some quality of life additions for those games, so I guess it's almost like a remaster. Next up here, we have Square Enix, who announced Chocobo GP, which is quite literally a kart racing game that is Final Fantasy themed. So, you know, Mario Kart, but Final Fantasy. It releases sometime in 2022. It's going to have online multiplayer, 64-person tournament mode. Uh, it looks like a pretty standard game, but it might be worth it just to be able to play as some of those iconic characters from the franchise, including Chocobos. Okay, the next thing here is that for the first time in four years, they showed some more gameplay of Bayonetta 3. Of course, it'll be a Nintendo Switch exclusive, and it's confirmed to release sometime next year, 2022. So if you're invested in the franchise, they showed off some gameplay. Feel free to give it a look. Same thing for Splatoon 3, by the way. Showed off some more gameplay and some lore there, if that's your thing. Uh, we have Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity getting its second DLC pack called Guardian of Remembrance. You can also get that as part of the expansion pass. Uh, what else we got going on here? There's a lot on this show. Oh, there's a classic SNES game called Act Razor, which is getting a remaster. It's called Act Razor Renaissance. 
It's a 2D platformer, and it's actually available now on the Switch, PlayStation 4, and PC and mobile. It looks great. The visuals are fantastic. All right, and the last thing I'll talk about is the Super Mario movie, which is coming out, because they have shared the cast list, and you're not going to believe this. Uh, Basically, the voice actors for the Mario cast are just going to be regular people. So Mario himself is going to be Chris Pratt. Uh, Peach is going to be Anya Taylor-Joy, who's most well-known for The Queen's Gambit. Bowser is going to be Jack Black. Toad is going to be Keegan-Michael Key. And Donkey Kong is going to be Seth Rogen. It's kind of an all-star cast of Mario characters. Kind of weird. Not really what I expected. Uh, You know, we'll see how it goes. There have been a lot of thoughts about this on the internet so far, so fingers are crossed, I guess. And uh, hey, folks, I'm out of time on that note. Thanks so much for being here. Greatly appreciated. Uh, Over the next two days, I'll be back with some weekend variety shows. Of course, recapping the news once again on Monday. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. Hey, it's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Coming at you live way later in the night than I usually record this show. Because like a fool, I said, yes, let's go to Shelby's mother's house for dinner. That shouldn't be a problem. Totally forgetting that it was at that exact time that the Nintendo Switch uh, presentation was happening. So I came home and here I am doing the show. Uh, And I've got to say, man, watching uh, the reactions to this show is pretty interesting because... I think it's not really, I don't want to say it's not what people were expecting, but they definitely had some out of left field announcements here, right? Like, hey, Kirby, but post-apocalypse. Like, oh, okay. It's interesting. Chris Pratt as Mario. Oh, okay. <laughs> Final Fantasy Mario Kart. Oh, okay. They, they just came out swinging. And you know what? I applaud them. This is the kind of thing I love. It's the, you know, I think the more that you play it safe in the gaming industry, I mean, maybe the more financially safe you're going to be, but from a creative perspective, it's just when people start getting bored, right? If you play it too safe, especially for these franchises that are so old, right? Like Kirby and Final Fantasy, these are not things where you need to see the same thing again. They've been around forever. So putting a little bit something new on them hopefully is going to intrigue someone enough to, to pick up the title. And I mean, okay, I mean, in the in the case of Kirby, it's not literally not even just the post apocalypse stuff. It's the it's the fact that it's a 3D open world adventure. That's that's awesome. You know, I'm surprised they haven't done something to that scale in a long time. I mean, I know they've done it before, but I don't know how successful it's been. There were some other stuff that I just didn't have time to cover. Uh, Disco Elysium is heading to the Nintendo Switch. That's pretty cool. That's a great game. Mario Golf Super Rush. Those are getting some new characters, some maps. I think the the thing that was kind of the biggest thing from this show, though, was... I mean, the addition of N64 and Sega Genesis games, right? And it kind of sucks, in my opinion, that this is going to be like a further subscription tier, because I feel like the Nintendo Switch online service as it exists already is kind of not great for the amount that they charge. And maybe the same could be said about Xbox and PlayStation. I I do think that, I don't know, it, it just seems kind of weird that they're like, hey, we're bringing back some old games. And you have to pay more monthly every month for it. Like, I would rather they just sold it as a collection and let you buy that, you know? But hey, it is what it is. I think it's pretty cool that they've got these kind of novelty controllers coming. That'll be a good nostalgia hit for people. Oh, and uh, there was another story that popped up after the the Nintendo show, which is that 
the people who are making the newest iteration of Perfect Dark under Microsoft, the company is called The Initiative, uh, they're actually partnering with Crystal Dynamics to create the game, which is really interesting. Uh, Crystal Dynamics is obviously most well-known for the, the Tomb Raider reboots, but then they're also known for the flop that was The Avengers. Now, apparently that there's going to be an, a good relationship there because Crystal Dynamics uh, used to be run by the current head of the initiative. So he obviously has a bunch of old relationships there. But it is kind of, I don't know, interesting because it's like, it's a first-party developer being making a, a first-party game working with a third-party developer who usually makes their own games. Kind of an interesting dynamic there of a crystallized fashion. Pardon the joke. Anyway, so much happening today, right? It's crazy. Would not be surprised if some other stuff has happened by the time you're listening to this, but uh, that's the way of the news cycles. My friends, thanks for being here. We'll chat more tomorrow, and until next time, farewell. <laughs>